Hi everyone, this is Gloria, the host of the Love and the Work You Do podcast. <clears throat> and I have with me Miss um, Fumi, who is really an auntie, Miss Fumilayo Olubemi. Um, she is also um, an awesome Nigerian person that I know, and she is a family psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. And today we are going to be talking about um, grief um, and we will be delving into um, like the Nigerian perspective of it. We will also um, get some insights from her on how um, her background can help us process grief. Um, as you all know, we've had a lot in 2020. Um, one of the experiences that has brought um, Auntie and I together is that we've both, both um, lost um, a, a parent um, in 2020, and we have found some similarities in um, our grieving process. And so we are sharing that with the whole community, and hopefully at the end, you'll stay for her information um, and reach out to her to see how she can help you two on your journey. So, um, Auntie Fumi, good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Um, um, uh, it's an honor to have you here. And um, I think one of the questions that I'd like to, to start us with would be the title of the podcast, which is Loving the Work You Do. And so how did you get into this field um, of family psychiatric mental health non nurse practitioner? Um, like, did you, grow, did you always want to be um, a nurse? Or was it something that you later on decided you wanted to do? Um, and if there's like any cheat sheet for people to be able to figure out how they can become a nurse practitioner to when they grow up, that would really be good. Good morning, Gloria. Um, I thank God for this connection. Thank you for having me. Um, again, my name is Fumilayo Olubemi and um, I've arrived at this point as a family psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. It's been a long journey. I have been a nurse since, um, poof, since 1990, actually since 1989 thereabout. And prior to that, I was actually a master's prepared um, um, nutritionist dietitian, which mm -hmm. I decided um, when I was working in New York City, I wasn't if at that time people were not really into nutrition and dietetics and I worked for like two years, it was kind of boring for me. <laughs> and um, I've always liked um, healthcare. So uh, it just so happened that one of the hospitals that I was working at in, in Brooklyn, his is New York in Brownsville. I remember that, I still remember that hospital Baptist Medical Center uh, closed down and um, it's like, okay, what do, what do I do now? Okay. Do I go to medical school? Um, again, growing up, you know, I wanted to become a doctor, a wow. pathologist, precisely. Oh. But, you know, as you grow up, as things evolved, you have to decide, okay, what do I do? If I 
and it depends on where you are, because maybe when I got to the United States, uh, that's another story. If I had the right um, mentorship, um, I would have become a doctor. But I believe I am where God wants me to be. Anyway, exactly. so after the school, uh, after the hospital closed down, I, I decided to go back to school. And I went to um, State University of New York uh, in Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> I lived in Brooklyn for so many years before coming here. Anyway, so um, I went there and I spent two years, got my bachelor's degree in nursing. Um, during that time, I, I realized that my main part, the, you know, because nursing has so many parts. Mm. I mean, you can never go wrong in, in nursing if it's a calling for you, because that's another thing. Um, at that time, I like uh, L&D, labor and delivery, and psych mm. at that time, even when, when I was in school. So I came out, I really, but when I came out, I was so scared of psych because our notion is that psych people, they will beat you up, they will bite you, they will do this, they will do, you know, so. And I remember a friend of mine, uh, in fact, as we were talking, I saw her text on my phone. She's now in North Carolina. She used to make fun of me. I was in SICU then. We will work and, and she'll be making fun of me. Uh, <laughs> Mama Tolu, ah, and so you, you're standing up all 12 hours and I'm like, ah, me, I can't. why don't you do psych? I said, ah, ah, no. But mm-hmm. all along, I see that as I'm dealing with patients, at that time too, I was doing home care. As I, as I was dealing with patients, there's a mental health part of it that I, we were always dealing with. When I go in the community to see patients, there's always psych issue going on. Mm-hmm. I've had to go and give them their psychotropic IM in the community. And so I think lo and behold, it kind of started evolving with me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually go into psych, uh, becoming a psych not until I moved to Maryland here. Um, I have done research uh, nursing, which is yet to... Um, um, substance use at okay. the National Naval Medical Center. I mean, and that's why I say it's, it's, a, it's a long story. But eventually, mm-hmm. I totally became a psych nurse. But I've had, I've done everything in nursing except um, ER. Oh, and wow. one of my, one of my reasons for psych is because we, my goal is to actually um, remove that stigma. in mental health, in our community. Um, And because in our community, you know, we can't, people can't talk about mental health, Mm -hmm. but everything is mental health. Because if you don't take care of your mental health, you cannot take care of anything else. You can't take care of your physical health. You can't take care of your spiritual health. Okay. And we, especially in in the Christian community, we believe that you can pray everything out. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can, but faith without work is nothing. Mm-hmm. We all know that. So this is where mental health comes in. And that's what I want to do to destigmatize uh, uh, what mental health is all about. I think we need um, <laughs> we yes. need more of it in the community. At, yes. least, at least in the Nigerian community. I yes. know like even for me, um, it's taken a while to 
kind of acclimate myself to the fact that I even have a therapist because like, um, you know, you grew up hearing um, that people um, in the Western world had therapists and you're just like, well, like, what do you need that for? Mm -hmm. But, you know, apart from what I found out, um, at least me, because that's also probably a part of the mental health. Mm -hmm. And what I found out, it's 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 not even about the 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 part that you work with, which is like the even the psychiatric part. It's really about daily living. It's also about getting second opinions Mm -hmm. um, about and. And maybe that's even how um, therapy started way back ago before um, I think the psychiatric part of it is what people started seeing. And I also think it's a great way not to burden your friends with all your stories (laughs) and maybe your spouse too. Yeah. And also, I mean, there are certain things that you really don't want to talk to family about. I mean, it could be the family that is actually making you um, feel the way you are feeling. So, mm-hmm. and when you kind of approach them or even sometimes friends, they, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and don't get me wrong, friends may mean well, but you know how, you know, gossiping and doing yeah. this and doing that, or, oh, you know, I, I, I'm all, I, I, I was almost about to say it to you, but like, you know, like yeah. see your friend. But a therapist, they are bound by law that they Mm -hmm. cannot divulge what you've already told Mm -hmm. them unless somebody's in danger or the person you are talking about is in danger. So your your secret or whatever is safe with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They they have to go to their grave with that secret. So the therapy, having therapy is 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 also it is good, but and we as Nigerians. We are not, I, I don't know. I, I believe I believe we're beginning to open up to it now mm-hmm. because of the situation, you know, that all of us are in now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, we now know that just going to church and don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. church is good, prayer is good, but you got to do the work. Yes, yes, I believe, do the, I believe that too. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. that too, yeah. And the time I feel like, even for me, like now that I know anyway, I'm like, you know what? That's a lot of, <clears throat> of work. I've, I've sat at the feet of, um, of pastors, you know, I've had conversations with friends, but I found that the, the one hour session, even the days I don't finish my one hour with my therapist, like the few times, you know, 30 minutes, it's like you have a conversation from start to ending as opposed to like you're talking to a friend and maybe something comes up and they're busy and you know and then you're like oh my gosh I didn't finish the the conversation (laughs) (laughs) and then you feel mad at your friend you know for um yeah. Not investing and you may not time. be able to continue con- exactly. that conversation to get it off your chest. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I was like, it's such a good thing now. So I like that. So I wanted to ask Nancy, what is um what is pathologist? Because you mentioned that when we we're talking. Uh um pathology is like finding the, the cause of a disease. Oh yeah. Finding, you know, like okay, what 
how does this you know like evolved and and all of that okay but um i mean i i know growing up that was what i i wow. i wanted to be but um you know when you 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 wish something and then you get somewhere and uh things just evolve yeah. into another yeah. thing yeah. but but like um, you said, you're I'm still in the line. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not regretting being being a nurse practitioner. In fact, I I think the journey that I've taken in becoming a nurse practitioner, I I think it's much better than becoming a doctor. Honestly, okay. Okay. because as a nurse, you tend to take uh, to take care of the whole being of that mm -hmm. person, whether uh -huh. mentally, even when you are doing the physical aspect of it, you are able uh -huh. to. The nurse is the one that we look into, okay, is this person really taking their medication? Why is it the reason why they're not taking their medication? Is there any way I can find out how to help them to make sure that they are compliant? Doctors mostly don't. Mm. I'm sorry to say. I think in the old school, <clears throat> I saw something either on Facebook. I think the olden days doctors did that, but like the, the modern time that we're in, nobody yeah. has time to, to check uh -uh. in on you. To follow up with calls no, that, no. yeah so okay so you so you provide like that part of it mm -hmm. yay okay thank you very much for that i like You're uh, welcome. of course we didn't plan for the therapy part but um <laughs> I, I think that was, <laughs> that was good. um so losing my dad like um in october um of course death is so different like I, I also feel like there's a difference between losing a friend or a brother to like mm. the death of a parent um and I may also be wrong I don't know but um I know I've lost a brother and it feels different than when I did lose my dad but it also appears like there are certain protocols that um hey Nigerian culture brings um with it that I was not aware of. Um, growing up, I went to my grandparents' funeral, but I didn't know, like, you know, there was clothes, there was parties in those days, you know, on the wow, TTT and all of that. Um, <laughs> and we had tapioca, but I didn't know, like, there were other things going around. I think one time I knew of, like, a family that would do, like, an ajo for their great-grandfather, like before he died, they were like doing family contribution. But I knew that was like maybe towards when the guy passed. That's like some of the only things I know about when mm. people pass. But with my dad passing, I found out a lot of things. And I still feel like, you know, they're really cultural and they're information that would be nice for, for other people to, to know. So I was <laughs> wondering like, on day one, um, what are some of the things that you know that, so from a cultural perspective, we should be aware of um, as Nigerians? Um, like, who are we calling? Um, um, like, what do you do? I even feel like you should have a list which is funny like no one should be preparing for anybody dying but like my my brain was not functioning like minutes after i lost my dad but i didn't know so maybe from like a from your medical perspective like even what what should i have done immediately i found out that my dad passed like i went to work i got the call and i went to work 
<laughs> after I got the call. Because you were in shock. In denial and in shock. Go ahead. And uh, no, I, I, that's how it started. Like, and then, like, I was like, oh, to my boss, I was like, oh, yeah, so my dad passed. And, um, you know, it's like, so what are you doing? I was like, yeah, I exactly. Was do something in the office today. So I wanted to come in and finish it. Um, and then I feel like maybe two hours later, it's like later, like the calls started coming in. And I'll be like, oh, I need to quickly get this call. And later, someone was like, you know, this is you why you have to and sleep so that you can go take <laughs> all your phone calls at home. <laughs> and then, and then when I, I was like, oh, we do that. I, I didn't even think like very bad leave go go one mind to me. I was like, oh, it's your father. That's a close relative. You get X, Y number of days. I was mm -hmm. like, no, like me, like what do I need leave for? Like I can do this work and Mm -mm. I think about it. But after that, the floodgates just opened. Once I got home and the calls came, people were like, I heard your dad pass. I was like, ah, just start falling. By evening time, I was having a terrible headache that they yeah. only consumed me on one side of my head. Um, but anyway, so with all of that that I have said, how do we do it from like a cultural perspective and a medical perspective? What should we be doing? Okay. Um, culturally, I'm going to try because <laughs> um, I have been in the United States more than <laughs> like two thirds of my life. So okay. sometimes I see myself an Nigerian, but mostly like American. It's, it's the grace of God that I haven't lost most of the culture. Uh, you know, raised by my grandmother, I guess that kind of ingrained in me a little bit of the culture that I still remember. I, I think um, when a loved one dies, number one, I mean, what happened to you was the right thing because you were in shock. You were in denial and you were in shock. So you pick up your bag and you went to work. I think anybody anywhere in the world will probably do that until it started dawning on them, like, wait a minute. And then things started happening. And especially since you had the first one born now, because since your brother died. Um, I have another brother, but I'm the oldest girl. Oh, the oldest so girl. I feel like, you know, first born in my own right, Abby, culturally. <laughs> kind of. Um, but if you have an older brother, um, I don't know if, if it's your older brother that called you or somebody else. Nigeria called. Um, mm. Nigeria, okay. Depending on the status of that older brother, um, he would be the one mostly to call everybody. Ah. Brothers, uncles, aunties, cousins, friends, and this and that, you know, that somebody passed away. Especially if it's like a sudden death. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If um, the person has been sick before and you kind of, something you kind of, you know, be expectant of somehow. Um, well, maybe because I'm in the in the healthcare field, I do know when something is, you know, eminent that it, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so somebody will take the lead, and usually it's the the elder mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. 
Or maybe during, for those of us that are immigrants, is whoever is on land in Nigeria. Whoever is on land <laughs> in Nigeria, uh, um, they will do the calling. But then again, it could be anybody that, okay, oh, I forgot to tell who this. I, I forgot to tell this person. I forgot, you know. So they will now try, you know, calling. Okay. And there are people that you will forget, honestly, because, yeah. yeah. There are people that you will totally, totally forget in the process of doing this, doing that. I forgot a lot of people. Exactly. Um, yeah, you, you're preaching to the choir. Anyway, so, <laughs> but it behooves that person, it, depending on how they are to you, to reach out to you. Mm. Because they know that at that moment, you're just in disarray. There's so many things going on. And then they will be calling you and be offering condolences and uh, saying, you know, I'm here if you need my help, da, 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 da. Even if you don't answer, they will keep on calling. Okay. So that's- They'll bring food, which um, Nigerian community does. Um, so shout out to- Yes. They will, they, will, they will come. They will stay with you. They will bring food. They will bring water uh, in this- in our community here in America. Mm -hmm. However, if it's in Nigeria, if it's somebody who is, who is um, old, mm -hmm. they will start, well, I'm from Ibadan. They will start cooking. They will start making akara. They will start possibly making, um, uh, you know, the real amala in, uh, in, Niger oh, in, wow. in Ibadan. And so it depends on how well to do that person. It's, it's almost like every day they're gonna have to be cooking because people will come. It's and a we celebration. Eat. Yes, and then we uh, eat, especially if the person is 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 older and okay. they are prominent in the in the community. Okay, okay. It will just that will just continue. Wow. Yes. So we can celebrate. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's why it's called celebration of life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. I like that. I know for me, like, um, I miss a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um in the whole process like it wasn't until like after maybe the day or two after my dad was buried I was like I, like wait hmm this person I didn't, that person, I didn't tell such and I such didn't tell, but yeah. for some people were good and, and they reached out um yeah even if I didn't tell you know tell them um and I think that that I really appreciated um, yeah I a lot of people will reach out to you because like you can't take things like that's happening that thing affects your mental health so much like you can't actually take anyone seriously like oh yeah um or oh, they didn't text me or like they didn't call me personally or i texted them they didn't pick up my call i just feel like you oh, know, all although i um you know going going there they, there are some people that will be saying ah uh, i call i called her because i i had that that issue oh mm -hmm. i called her and she didn't she didn't pick up the phone yeah. i just like yeah, yeah. like what the heck <laughs> for me i told people i said my brain like i remember someone else um in in my community the county that i live who's nigerian mm -hmm. i think their parent had passed like early in the year and then when i saw them actually the same day my dad passed when I was coming back from work that day, I stopped to get something at the grocery store and they were like, oh, you're going to forget a lot of stuff. Just of course not. that gets it ready. It was like, you know, he said, oh, like uh, his car, he would lock 
I think like he had Geico and became friends or something. Uh, <laughs> like it just constantly be getting locked out of his car. I was like, mm-hmm. like that's not gonna happen to me or something. Let me tell you, I see. Like one day I was arguing with, uh, I can't, who was I arguing with? Was it the doctor or somebody? Um, and I was like, this thing is this thing. And I was like, no, I said, I know what, I, and I even said, I know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. then at the end, the, they had to show me like the actual document to mm-hmm. be like, oh no, look, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my God, it has started. Um, and the person was like, oh no, you know, we totally understand that, you know, your father just died. And so you're going, but it was, and that was not the only time. So many other things. One day I was doing something on the computer. I totally messed it up. I was like, hey, yeah. I hope nobody noticed. Like, it's really, and those are the ones I caught. Um, but I know like I had about maybe four types of boo-boo. Thank God mm-hmm. my kids can drive. Um, so they drove me like the first three weeks of mm. that. Like I wasn't trying to be good. Like I didn't even feel like doing anything. Like, go doing anything. I just felt like just stay like in the house. Me that I was not um, scared of turning light off. I'll be turn- ah, so many things. I'll I'll leave my lights on in my room the whole mm. beginning before we very daddy. Especially like, because I like you told me it's probably sudden. Yes, it wasn't yes, something yes. that was prepared for. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you are not there when things were evolving that leading to his death. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is still there there will still be questions oh. that you will be <laughs> questioning, like well, yes. what really happened? Yeah. How did this happen? How come yeah. you know I wasn't aware? But yeah. to assure you. There are so many of them that you will not have any answers to. Okay. okay. So it's just better to let it be, take the take wanting to take control out of it and just mm. let it go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I have like five thousand different questions. Um yeah. and I'm like, wait, I remember that one conversation I had with him in September. And it wasn't like we, we didn't fight, you know, we didn't argue, but it was almost like I wish I could remember the the ending because that was like my actual almost last conversation. Any other thing, like me and my dad can be chatting for like one hour. Any mm. other conversation apart from that, it was just like a few minutes of talking to him. Mm. Um, and that's my phone ringing in the background. Um, so yeah, like I, I was like, yeah, I wish I could have asked him more things. Um, but anyway. Like you said, that's we'll go and answer you, that you, one. You, you, you have you have to let go. Like uh, an elderly person told me that for me, mm-hmm. you can continue asking questions. Mm. Why? How come it's not like this? He said, you will you may never know the answers mm. to them. So you have wow. to let go. So wow. what an elderly person told me is what I'm telling you mm. that mm. you gotta let it go. Just. Um, when those questions come about, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. try to remember the good things about your, your dad, Mm -hmm. the good times and, um, you know, the relationship that you had together. Mm, Okay. That's good. That's what you do too. I mean, your own questions come up too. (laughs) Yes. That's, that's what I, that's what I do, but it's, it's not easy. Um, it's, it's going to take time. Um, 
I, 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 I usually don't call that often, but okay. she will call uh, or call mm-hmm. me. Even when I don't pick up the phone, it's mm-hmm. soothing to hear a voice on the phone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it, it makes me feel um, not guilt, guilty, even if I don't, because my, I, I mean, I work night sometimes and it's like, okay, I'm looking at their time in Nigeria that, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to wake her up. And so day goes by and then, you know, it's almost like I have to really wake up or, or make sure that I'm alert, you know, to be able to carry on mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, she doesn't, she mm-hmm. wasn't taking that to her that, oh, you know. No, sounds like a really great mother. So, but. It is well. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. So that was good. Thank you. And You're welcome. And um, let me see a question. Ooh. So I think this. Um, so in 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 the last days, prior to a, a months, years, maybe, is I think it goes with. Um, what we just said. Um, mm-hmm. so, so then that would mean that one should one be reading between the lines, like, well, just live life as it is. Like, because like if you have so many questions, mm-hmm. when when, <laughs> when they pass, but at the same time you had opportunities to have the conversations with them before they uh, die. Before they die, like is that? But it's almost like questions of kinton, as they say in Yoruba. Like, um, so should one have read one could have done a better job to read between the line i think is maybe what i'm trying to say like when i in retrospect i'm like did the guy know he was gonna die like can you even know you were gonna die um you know i know this year like during covid me and my dad like like we like there was a time like every week we were chatting mm-hmm. so at least that's something that covid gave us um mm-hmm. before it'd be like maybe once or, or once um every two weeks or maybe like you once a month but with covid at the beginning it was just like hey daddy how are you doing all those things um but then work came back to its pace and that reduced but still i remember some things you would say you know you'd random like oh have you spoken to xyz uh, what is ABC's number? And then, you know, it'll be giving you some information that you didn't solicit. Um, and, you know, should, this is how you're supposed to behave. And then uh, not even that, but even my dad was on WhatsApp and Facebook. Um, like all the things we'll be sending in WhatsApp. I remember we'll be like, why is he sending all this information? <laughs> now, now those are the things you look back to. But I just wonder... So that would fit into what you just said in that even if you could read between the lines, at some point we should let it. What were you going to do even if you knew? You were going to, um, I I, I don't know. Quit my job, I go stay with Tim. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's it's unfortunate and um, that's why God is God. Yeah. Um, It is... I mean, sometimes they said, you know, like old people, older people, they mm-hmm. know when they're about to die. Mm-hmm. 
um, God gives some the grace to be able to tell people mm. and God gives others not a grace to be able mm-hmm. to voice it out. Mm. I remember in one of the preachings that I've heard about um, Baba Kidayomi, mm-hmm. the one that is the founder of RCCG, mm-hmm. that he knew when he was going to die. Mm. And he told them, and I don't know if they said that he ate, he ate pandediam and, and whatnot and sort of called everybody around, some something like that. Mm. And God gave, wow. gave that one the grace. And mm-hmm. I've heard of other stories mm-hmm. too that mm-hmm. people will actually tell. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. other people, they may not be able to tell, maybe because they think that this person will not be able to handle it. Mm. Or maybe they just like, no, uh, it can't be. I'm, mm. I'm, you know, I'm not ready or something like that. Um, having said that, with, with mine, I know, like I said, I've been here like two thirds of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that my mom, like maybe two or three weeks before passing on, asking me, "Funlayo ngolumbonle," and it was like. Hmm. This mama never asked me this. Wow. So that was kind of like, oh boy. Mm. So, but then again, he didn't, I mean, of course she didn't say anything, you know, but that's like a, a clue. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it there, but I know it's eminent that, you know, sooner or later, not too long, you know, she's going to go because of the, um, she had um, end-stage um, CHF, congestive heart failure, which, you know, I mean, when, when people die, they will die with something, regardless. Uh, death will come with something, whether the person, they may say, oh, she just sleep or she just slept and didn't wake up. We don't know what mm. that person has been dealing with. And it just so happened that they just slept and then wake mm-hmm. up from whatever it is. So um, some, like I said, sometimes they're able to, sometimes they're not able to. And mm. that's, that's God, you know. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Ezekiah in the Bible, the Lord told him that uh, put your house in order, hmm. you are going to die. And, you know, God gave him that grace. He was able to, you know, um, put his supplication to God and say, look, look at what I've done with da, 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 da. And God gave him 15 years more. However, if you read the story of um, his story, I, I don't think it's the, the, the last 15 years that he actually stayed was as good as prior. Mm. So sometimes be, be careful what you, mm-hmm. you know, what you ask for. So, mm. you know. So there's this um, that I found out <clears throat> during the, the burial too, um, is that, okay, so my dad, I think we did three days. Mm-hmm. I think ours was three days. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the service of song. There was the, I think the wakekeeping. Mm-hmm. And then there was the, what's it called? Shoot. The, the actual burial and the internment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was having a conversation with, <laughs> with someone else. Um, mm-hmm. Someone had called me and I was like, you know, like I didn't even understand um, 
what had been happening. No, mm-hmm. no. Someone on one of our Zoom um, burial had also mentioned that, oh, they had a Thanksgiving um, thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait, wouldn't that make it <laughs> four days? And she was like, yes. It's like, what? It's like, where are they at? <laughs> So yeah, like, we did three days. Did it? She was like, "Oh yeah, people have like five days. Five days for what?" Hey. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so it, can it, we talk about that? What are the days? What do the days mean? <laughs> I even have all that five days. It, it, like I said, you know, um, number one. Remember, I said in the beginning that if it's like someone who is elderly mm-hmm. in the community. The day that person died, they will start cooking, mm. okay? And cooking brings money. I mean, you're going to have to spend money to, you know, to yeah. cook and do whatnot. They will continue doing that. And then if you don't quickly say, okay, this is the time or whatever, whatever. And then people will come. You have to give them something. You have to, yeah. because of our hospitality nature, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to give them something, give them water, this and that. And in the process, maybe make a kara, mm-hmm. bean cake or, or something else, you know. But um, like, it depends on the, the, you know, how that person is in the society, in the community, mm-hmm. okay? okay? Um, For example, I had, an uncle who died in 2000 and anyway, he he died a couple of some years back. And this, my uncle was, is is a known person, was a chairman of national football association in this society, that society was a a high chief in Ibadan. The barrier took place like a whole week. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, seven days. Yeah. In Lagos, they, I mean, of course, once he died, they started cooking and this okay. and that. So a group of different group of friends, depending on society that it belongs to, different society wants to do like a service of song. They wanted to do service of song for him. And they did. Wow. Then in his church, we had to do another service of song. Then, of course, he's a high chief in Ibadan. They now took his body in a procession and we all followed, I had to go to Nigeria. We all followed him all the way. They took him to, my dear, it was just, it was was too much, but we were all in there because I mean, I went to him. And mind you, each of the uh, function Mm -hmm. is different as should be. Oh yeah, that too. Hmm. Different <laughs> ashwabi be for each of the uh, function for for that for that uh, uncle of mine, and then then we laid we laid him in state in his home in Ibadan, and then we they now took him to church. I mean, the church was packed all over. Wow. All the chiefs in, wow. in, in Ibadan they came all over Nigeria. They came. Wow. Then we now did the internment. Okay. And then I think we had. We had a break. At least I didn't. I, I I refused to go to the house on Saturday. I don't know if anything happened. And then on Sunday we went in for the Thanksgiving. Wow. And like I said, each of this thing, mm-hmm. they there are you know the the wives. Um, of course he has 
two wives. So the wife on this part did he, hers, and the wife in Lagos that I know, mm-hmm. they, he, she did so many because oh, she has so many friends and they all did and this and I mean it was just wow it was a lot that that yeah I, it's a lot because I, I just lot. feel like you can put all these things onto an agenda and it can fit a <laughs> a day uh, that's that's the that's the American in American. you that is talking um, because it, and if none of that happened, Definitely, there's going to be a service of song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. And mm-hmm. then after the service of song, the following day is actually the burial. burial yeah. Usually it's Thursday, and then Friday is the burial, and then Sunday is the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So basic, at least you'll it, have At three least days. three days, yes. Wow. At least three days. Wow. So that's, that's, how, that's how it is. But the- in I Nigeria. In Nigeria, yeah, yeah. Here it's um you yeah, know it could be one day or yeah, usually it's one day or two days, depending people, on yeah, most people are yeah, it's like one day, but maybe I think I've I've seen like the Nigerian community that do it here. Maybe they could do two days. They do yeah, mostly it's two two days or two days. Uh, yeah. and two days because of the timing. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes yeah song, sometimes it's just yeah. friday they do service of song and from there you know they they Go take the body the you know yeah, yeah. So. i think i think one day um one day <laughs> one day is good enough but it's a it's it's a lot but maybe it helps the healing process i i i don't know um <laughs> i don't know i just i just feel like it's a lot um, i i guess i i think in the christian community or maybe i don't know if the muslim does it too but i'm only used to the christian community um I mostly that's, for muslims that's bury the same day you know about like if you pass mm-hmm. i think there's they, like a they bury plan. them within yeah. 24 hours yeah so within 24 hours but you know in the process they will still mm-hmm. be doing you know, maybe cooking and you know and doing okay. this and doing that so okay. um okay. yes they will bury within 24 hours but there will still be cooking and then on the eighth day Mm-hmm. they'll do something then they say they call it 40 days or something like that oh yes we are gonna have a 40 days yeah yeah, Akara, yeah most yeah most even uh, that is a cultural thing the 40 days mm-hmm. regardless of being a muslim or christian they do 40 days and it's just something small a, you know. a small remembrance that we yes. haven't forgotten you and I then think. they will do one year yes one year so <laughs> one year even if you're not there they will still do something maybe yeah. again it could be something simple maybe a car of puff puff and they will just distribute it in the in the community okay so yeah. i think yeah. yeah we're still we have 40 <laughs> days and then we have um the one year coming up for us so yeah. i think let, i want to use your um medical background so we're going to i'm going to ask like a this question how do you get over the grief of this death so i know we've delved into the culture but um i know how i've dealt with mine a little um i just feel like everything i've done is part of my process is what is the way i'm thinking now um and even having the conversation with you about um this this whole conversation is also helping me too 
but I feel like mentally, from a medical perspective, a, a lot, and I may be generalizing, I feel like a lot of people bottle grief um, because sometimes you're dismissed. Um, like, you know, my stop, don't my um, don't think about it. You know, is is what you hear, or like, you know, um, you're strong, you're strong. But I, I know I'm strong, but like it, and the fact that I know me, um, I also know that. I'm weak. So you may say that to me publicly, but I know myself better now in 2020. I will go and still grieve. But if there's someone out there who doesn't know themselves and who takes the opinion of like everybody seriously and they say, you know, you know, you're strong, you can keep pushing through, like what can that person do to to still privately grieve the death um, of their loved one? Well, um, griefing is individual. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on what and who that person is to you. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely there's going to be a void when somebody passes on to glory. Um, the void may be negative, the void may be uh, positive, and I mean that there are some people that died and you, you know, it's almost like, even though we, we are not supposed to talk bad about mm -hmm. people that has died, but there are times that when some people die, it's, it's like, mm. mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And so if it's a positive, um, um, I think for you, I mean, if it's a positive, um, how, how do I, how do I explain that? For example, when you when you lost your dad, mm -hmm. uh, you will remember all the positive, all the good memory and all of that. So when you remember that, of course, that will that will bring that griefing process like, oh my God, how am mm -hmm. I gonna will I I will never see this person again? Mm -hmm. uh, how am I gonna go through this? But that is the time that you're gonna have to come to realization that as a Christian, we will meet again. Mm -hmm. That should give you, um, uh, how do I say it? Oh God, mental Re Reassurance. That maybe? should reassure you that yes, we will meet again. And you will start remembering the good times, the good things uh, that you've done together, being a good father, being a good grandfather being supportive of you and um mind you there could be some guilt from your mm -hmm. part mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that gee i i i should have done this mm -hmm. i i wish i could have done this for him i wish that when he when he asked me for this i i i wish i could have done that but it's done it's done you have to let go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the more that you think about that the more you are going to be uh, be sinking and sinking into that rumination mm. on mm, why didn't I do this when he, when mm -hmm. he asked me why didn't I do this why didn't I do that and again like I said before you may never never know the answers to mm -hmm. all the whys or how mm -hmm. or when so um, it, it's a good thing that you are, you are a Christian, a born again Christian, and that should be 
your motto that when you, that you are weak in, in Christ, mm-hmm. uh, you, you are weak in him because he is your strength. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, I am not going to tell you not to, not to grieve. Um, I'm not, for example, recently, um, I, um, we just buried a, a, um, a sister's younger sister. Mm-hmm. And we were all going right. there and it's going to be like, oh, you got to be strong. Oh, you got to, I just, sometimes when people die, they have to, the relative, ha- they have to process it. Yes. And when people are around them at that time, they may not even feel anything until when people are gone. Okay. And that's when they're going to be feeling it. So I'm not going to tell you not to grieve your dad. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you to be strong. I'm not going to tell you to cry. If you feel like crying, (laughs) let it out. You got to, you got to let it out. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, I mean, that's the only way that you can grieve it. That's the only way that you can get it out of your system. If you, it's a good thing that you're in therapy, you talk to your therapist, you can call up and if, if you're, you have a long uh, appointment, you can call up and say, look, I, I'm just not myself, da, 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 you know, and they, they will usually honor your, your request mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that you can, you can talk it out. Uh, then again, it has to do with our culture. You know, our culture, when we we're growing up, they're beating you and they'll be saying, shut up, mm-hmm. stop crying. If you cry, mm-hmm. you're beating somebody and you're, you're telling them not to cry. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's always the same, the same as somebody, you know, one just lost a loved one and you say, oh, you need to be strong. Mm-hmm. To be oh clear. yeah, that's so true. That's so true. How can I be strong when I just mm-hmm. lost somebody? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, 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 the, the time to grieve varies. Like I said, um, sometimes it may be up to two years, but if it's beyond that, then something else is creeping in. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, I'm glad that you are in therapy. You mm-hmm. probably, I mean, you may be feeling, you know, and grieving, but it won't be something that will kind of, you know, shut you down. Yeah, we make you. Yes, I've noticed that I've been lucky. I ramped up my, I ramped up my session, like the week that my dad died. Well, the the week after, I was like, you know what? I need to see you like every week. Yeah, yeah. So so that helped me, me through it. Um, I, I, I don't know about other people how they deal with this, but I'm like, look, if I didn't have my support, like, um, I would have been um a total total mess so mm. so that was definitely something good yeah. yeah yeah so is there any other way um like maybe one other way we can deal with our grief maybe one last way well just um make sure that you don't you know you reach out to people mm. constantly reaching out to people um make sure that when even though we're saying that, you know, being with the therapist, you know, there are still some people that you can, you know, call and say, hey, you know, this is going on with me or just to talk. Maybe mm-hmm. you may not even talk, you know, uh, to depth about what is going on. You're just, just picking up the phone. Although we all used to this um, text and WhatsApp and sometimes talking, 
And that's yeah. what is making a lot of people become so depressed and anxious because you are not hearing human voice anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, all we do now is texting. And so I, I will implore on everybody to, you know, once in a while to just pick up the phone and, and call people and just, just talk to them, just hear their voice. And my, um, this may not be related to grieving. Um, when my mind is on somebody mm-hmm. and it's constantly, I just pick up the phone and I call. Mm. whether they pick up the phone or not they may reply me and there's been times that it's almost like oh when you call we were so 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 it's a good thing that you called you know so because you just don't know what people are going through especially with this um time that we're in with this COVID-19 I totally I totally agree oh okay yeah that's good as we as we round up um I would um, just want to ask you if there's anything that you would like to share that maybe we haven't touched on in our conversation um, today and what activities do you have coming up in the future that, you know, maybe we can support you on. Um, You know, I'm sure there might be people who would love to talk more um, about how they cope with their own grief. Is there, can you help them? Um, But most importantly, share anything that you're working on and where people can find you. Well, um, right now, I mean, I, I can't really, I'm not a therapist per se. I'm not a psychotherapist, Um, but in the process of medication management, I can give a little bit of therapy. Um, which, you know, according to how we are trained, we do refer people for therapy. Um, however, my, like I said, my main goal, which uh, I'm embarking on, God help me. Um, with, Amen. <laughs> is um, I, I, in my community, I want to, destigmatize mental health. Okay. I want people to be able to talk freely with mental, you know, about mental health. Okay. Um, you know, because like I said in the beginning, if your mental health is not okay, you can't take care of yourself. We're able to talk freely about hypertension, diabetes, even cancer, mm-hmm. but we're not able to talk about mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, Mm-hmm. or schizophrenia mm-hmm. and many of these things with um habit changes you know um you know changing how you eat even if, when you change how you eat mm-hmm. when you change um your lifestyle mm-hmm. lifestyle changes like mm-hmm. exercising every day it decreases depression it decreases anxiety Believe it or not, it, it, it decreases your chance of having cancer. Oh. And also if you drink plenty of fluid, meaning water daily, many of these diseases that we have, it decreases them. Mm. So one of my goals when I set up my private practice Yay, is praise the Lord. making sure that you eat your food as medicine. Remember that I told you I have 
uh, nutrition background. Mm -hmm. Master prepared from NYU. Mm. Although in those days, it wasn't really ingrained in people. Mm -hmm. But this is, you know, we've, we've now seen that if you eat well, if you do things right, exercising, um, eating the right food, um, um, your food as medicine, not eating to, uh, you're eating to live, but not living to eat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you incorporate all of that, you have a better lifestyle and you have a better outlook in life, healthy emotionally and physically okay i love i love that we should we're gonna do something again <laughs> we will we will on the and thank you uh, for for having me because um i uh, it's something that i need to be doing and you and i we're gonna talk some more on this and um okay yes ma'am so thank you so much um so for everyone listening you can link in the blog post for information um on how to reach um auntie and i'll provide either my information so you can reach her or she'll share her information if you ever need to reach her in the future so thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast we hope that you have been able to gain some insights into our very very beautiful culture in nigeria of burial and also how we interwind that with um, mental health. So thank you so much for listening. Um, see you again on the next episode. Thank you, Auntie. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming.